Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, The Incredible Hulk. But are they real, Marcus? This week on In the Shower, we ask, are superpowers real? In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast designed to be listened to in the shower, but really you can listen to it wherever you want. The whole point of this podcast is that we aim to debunk the mysteries of the world in the time it takes you to shower. Have you ever wondered why men have nipples? Or where the idea of a three-course meal came from? Or why we have dreams? Or why do we carve pumpkins at Halloween? Or why does coffee make us poo? If you have wondered any of those, then good news, you've come to the right place. We have answered all of those questions and today we're about to answer one more. Step into the shower, we're going to check out if superpowers are real. In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. I'm so excited about this episode, asked by Shane McCone in Bally de Hob in West Cork. Bally de Hob? Bally de Hob. I think Shane's playing tricks on us. I've been to Bally de Hob. Have you? Yeah. Oh. It's an amazing little food town. It's great. Okay, go on anyway. Go on Listen, anyway. this is not paid for by the Bally de Hob Tourist Council. <laughs> this is an episode of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. Shane has asked, um, are superpowers real? And I'm so excited about this. I've watched so many superhero movies over the years. I can honestly, Marcus is vibrating oh, in his in his chair right I now. I love superheroes. Like, I love them. What's your favorite superhero? Is it Iron Man? My favorite superhero? Yeah. I Iron actually Man? haven't seen Iron Man. What? Any of them? What about The Dark Knight? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Avengers? Everyone's seen Avengers. I actually haven't seen it. No, nah, like... Surely you've seen, like, a Superman film. Do you know what, like, I've never really even thought about it, but I don't know if I've ever seen a superhero film. What? Surely you've seen, like, one of the X-Men films. Like, you know the X-Men. Um, I know, I, I know who Wolverine is, but I don't know if it's just because I've watched it. I don't think I've actually seen any superhero films. No, surely. I've watched The Incredibles. Uh, I don't... Kind of Give it to me. Incredibles is a brilliant film, but like superhero films are amazing. Like, you know, aliens from outer space land on Earth and they're able to fly and shoot lasers from their eyes and they have adamantium skeletons with claws and they slash people up or it's like a guy gets bitten by a spider and he's swinging between the buildings. Like, it's Whoa. amazing. Or like, Wonder Woman comes from an island that's only discoverable Marcus, if you know the way. No, I don't want him. Like, that's so cool, right? Holy Like, imagine you, you turn into a giant green monster Every time you're angry, being able to use your mind to move things is awesome. Even Batman, whose superpower is being an angry, psychotic billionaire, is awesome. How many coffees have you had today? Uh, One. I'm just really pumped up for this episode. I think your superpower is just being a superhero nerd. No, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. But come here to me, Marcus. What? It's not real. Like, I'm sorry. But I don't really know where we're going to go with this episode because Superman does not exist. The The closest thing I've seen to a big green monster is you when you wake up in the morning and just the way you are two seconds ago. Psychics have been debunked every time and the closest thing we have to a terrifying billionaire in the world today is Vladimir Putin, not Batman. Well, yeah, but 
I always thought that superhero films were more about suspending your disbelief. But in reality, there are hundreds of thousands of people in the world today who have superpowers. Actual superpowers. Very, very, very mild superpowers. Like, okay, um, to kind of lead into this, do you know the premise of X-Men, at least? Before we go into the premise of X-Men, what would your superpower be? Oh, putting up with you. (laughs) I should not have said that. I should not have said that. (laughs) Um... He's in so much trouble. <laughs> what would my superpower be? Um, I think I'd like to be invisible. Really? Yeah. I don't think you could be. You light up a room too much. Look at you trying to reel it back in now, Marcus, after telling me that your superpower was to put up with me. Well, okay. To, to kind of rewind a little bit. <laughs> um, the premise of X-Men, right, is that the people who have powers are feared by society and called mutants. And that's not too far off what we have now. That superpowers exist and people are afraid of those superpowers. No, that there's mutants. Scientists believe that every time the human genome duplicates, so basically every time that like a new person is born, right, um, there are about 100 new mutations. and They're pretty common and usually completely negligible. However, it would stand to reason that within the pantheon of human mutations, some would express themselves in the form of extraordinary superhuman abilities. Hang on a minute. Like, scientists have backed... Mutations, and some of those mutations could be superhuman abilities. So, what are we talking here? Like laser vision, the ability to freeze things with touch. Well, you already have that. You have the coldest hands in the world, so uh-huh. I wouldn't say we're too far off that. No, no, the super mutations, like in big inverted commas, are usually pretty mundane, um, but can have some really cool effects. A good example, actually, um, in terms of human genome mutation, would be that about twelve thousand years ago. Humans simply could not digest lactose. Right? My superpower is drinking milk. Literally, like think about it. <laughs> Until there was a mutation in the genome, and then kablamo. The gene got handed down, and now roughly half of the world's population can enjoy a cheeseburger or a little bit of camembert or a cheese toasty without violently pooping everywhere. Like that, in a way, is like that's a superpower. Like people couldn't do that twelve thousand years. Okay, ago. so so it all comes down to subtle mutations. Yeah, I've got some examples here that you are going to love. Hit me. Okay, so the first on the list is a superhero classic, super strength. Like most superheroes have an element of super strength. Like you know, Superman does, Spider Man does, Mister Incredible, Mister Incredible also does. Um, this story is really awesome. It's actually really wholesome. It's about this kid in Michigan um, called Liam Hoekstra, who was adopted as a baby. Um, His biological mother actually gave him up for fear that the medical issues that she had during her pregnancy would mean that he was going to be a really unhealthy baby. So she gave him up for adoption, right? But that's just like an actual superhero origin story. Like she didn't want this child with all these defects. But as a toddler, he didn't have any defects. She just had loads of medical problems during the pregnancy. So... This is like genuinely. This story is really, really cool, right? Okay, so the baby Liam has been up, put up for adoption. Yeah, so I mean, like, there was a couple of things that pointed to him being special, like when he was a uh, when he was like literally like five, six months old, right? Like what? Like what? Um, well, I'll kind of get into it, but this really started being incredible. That as a toddler, as like a two or three year old, he was enrolled into a baby gymnastics class, okay. and on his first day, started doing chin ups like they were nothing. And then 
it became apparent that there was something super afoot. So how does his superpower work? So, well, Liam, who's about 15 years old now, was discovered to have a myostatin deficiency, causing his muscles to develop larger than normal. This deficiency causes Liam's body to not be able to store fat. He was walking at five months. What? Using stairs unassisted at six months. Jeez. And at 18 months, so a year and a half, was lifting and moving furniture around the family home. That is insane. 18 months. Yeah. He was found to have roughly 40% more muscle than other kids. He was naturally ripped due to his large muscle content and the low body fat and was generally kicking ass. Oh my right? God. Could you imagine a little baby with a six pack? Genuinely, it is. He, that's what. So now, like, it, it, you see, I was actually, I was looking him up earlier. He's just enjoying being a kid. And, you know, he's like, he, he's really into wrestling and he likes fishing and all that kind of stuff. But like, and he also, because he can't store fat, he has to eat loads so he's like winning competitive eating competitions in his local area just to sustain his body. But he's still packing on muscle. So can he, will he, will he like be a champion weightlifter one day or like is it beyond that? I'm sure that he could do something, but I'm, I think that he's just going to enjoy having a normal life and he's going to get a call to be a superhero one day. How do we know he hasn't already been called? Da, da, da. Okay, what's our next superpower? What about the ability to eat glass Ooh. or metal or even better? A whole flippin' plane. Hang on. This is entering into super villain territory, not superhero territory now. Mm-hmm. Who ate a plane? And are you sure it wasn't a plane scone or something that you just missed out a word? No, this guy is incredible, right? His name is uh, Michel Lotito, and he was a French entertainer known as Monsieur Mange Tout. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so you know how to mange Tout? Mr. P. Yeah, no, Mange Tout means eat it all. Okay. Yeah, mange is eat and two is everything. Ah, and that's yeah. like a mange too is like a pea in its little yeah. pea wrapping and you can just eat it all. Nom, nom, nom. So yeah, Mr. Eat It All. So throughout his career, Michael consumed all manner of non-consumable objects, right? So he'd eat glass, he'd eat rubber and, uh, and metal and he'd wash down the metal by downing oil, but right? What? Surely this isn't a superpower as much as a... It, listen, it was crazy. One of, the, one of his most impressive feats... And this is this baffles me. Was consuming an entire Cessna 150 airplane, which he ate in small bits over the course of two years. He ate what? an airplane. Yep. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. Like it's absolutely absolutely. How 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 or why? Like, could he digest that? Um, apparently. So like it tur- it started off um he had a disorder called Pika which is characterized by the appetite for non-consumable foods like dirt and rocks and metals and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Right? But then, like, usually people with pika get really sick because they just eat stuff that they can't process. But this guy was eating chunks of metal. He was eating... He ate a plane. Like, he ate a plane. But it turns out that his power was that he had a genome change, which gave him this abnormally thick stomach and guts, which allowed him to eat all these things when they would 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, kill a lesser, regular, non-superhuman. Okay, so his abnormally thick muscle allowed him to eat all of these things. Abnormally, no, abnormally thick stomach, Stomach yeah. muscle. But did he actually digest them? Like, was he... Yeah, yeah. 
And what, was the chunks of metal actually being dissolved by the stomach acid? Or it was must it have been. It must have been like pooping out bits of metal. Because surely that would be a lot sore to come out than it would be to go in. Maybe that's a superpower. <laughs> With the bunghole of steel. Literally. <laughs> All right, oh, you know what? Next one might be my favourite um, of the superpowers. Okay, go on. Ozzy Osbourne is a superhero. I'm not joking. With the power to shout, Sharon! As loud as a bomb. Well, that, no, like, I mean, do you know, obviously he's known for, like, you know, the, it's like TV show and biting the heads off bats and doves and all that kind of stuff. But seriously, this is this is incredible. Like, Ozzy is known for being a bit of a party animal, right? Okay. And over the years has, like, taken, smoked, drank, snorted, injected, and generally consumed pretty much every substance you could imagine and in massive quantities and consistently. And he's like 60s, 70s now, right? Right. Why is it he that he, why is it that he's still standing and so many of his peers aren't? Scientists, right? This this is incredible. They did a genetic test on Aldazi and found several gene variants that they had never seen before. What? They are perhaps unsurprisingly found in regions of the genome associated with alcoholism and how the body absorbs methamphetamines and other recreational drugs. He literally has the superpower of being able to stay on the session forever. That is a good superpower. Isn't it mad? Like, that is crazy. He has, like, a gene deficiency that just lets him keep going. What would his Superman superhero outfit look like then? His superhero outfit I, would I'm probably just... I'm picturing like Duffman. Yeah, kind of. I'd say, or just like clothes that he found on the floor at a festival on the last day. <laughs> but then every every Superman needs a kryptonite, and they actually found that um, that strong coffee would do more damage to his heart than large quantities of cocaine. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay, any more superpowers for me? Yeah, I'll kind of blast through a few of these. A lot of professional athletes, um, like Michael Phelps, or a lot of professional cyclists, especially people who compete in endurance sports, um, the top per- the top kind of percentile of them are found to have genes which means they have more oxygen in their bloodstream, up to 50% more oxygen in their bloodstream, okay. uh, which gives them super endurance, right? Um, 5% of the population have an affected DEC2 gene, which affects sleep and the circadian rhythm, means, meaning that they only need a small fraction of the sleep normal people do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disease resistance, for example, there's always a few people who are resistant to his disease outbreak. And in general, scientists will look for them and try and use their blood and their genome to actually understand how to fight a disease. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But then you have stuff like photographic memory. Um, and that's just the beginning. So it's just anything really that makes this person a little more, a little different than... The yeah, norm. but it's... Like, but not a little different, extremely different. Extremely different, but it's down to genetic mutation. Okay. And that's just the beginning. What about the powers that don't just come naturally through a genome shift. Oh my God, like like super suits or like hoverboards. Yeah, exactly like that. Powers given by science rather than through genetics. That's like, um, what's the boy called in, in The Incredibles? Oh, the, the bad guy. Yeah, what's his name again? He looks a bit like Gavin James. <laughs> oh my God, he actually does. What's his name again? It's like something boy. Neutrino or something. No, what is it again? I can't remember. But basically, he didn't have any superpowers. Yeah. So he, but he was just a scientific genius. His so he, powers being really smart. Yeah, yeah. But, but he made all these suits that gave him superpower mm-hmm. qualities, but he wasn't actually a superhero. So that kind of a thing. Yeah. There you go. Like Iron Man. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So listen, we're running a little bit tight on time, so I won't go too deep into these. But like, they already exist, and they're awesome. And the thing is, the stuff that we know about is like surface level. I'm sure in like classified military testing, there's like stuff that goes a hell of a lot deeper than the commercially available press conference shown stuff that we're seeing. Wow. Right? So, um, you, have you seen Iron Man? I, I, like, no, I'm, I haven't. I haven't. Do you know what it's about? No. Not at all. Not like, at all. Right. So basically, um, Robert Downey Jr., who plays Robert Stark, builds a suit that lets him fly around and just kick bad guys around, right? Yeah. And that's basically the the plot of that. Right, right, right. But Japanese scientists have built a robotic exoskeleton that can multiply human strength by up to five times. All controlled by a neurolink to your brain. What? Yeah. So it's called HAL. Which is a bit crazy because of you know two thousand one a space odyssey the robot that turns on the turns on all the people I'm, I know I'm just, exactly I, no, I just what you're talking to, about I just have to explain all the movies you I don't even think you've ever been in a cinema I um, have but do you know what it's like as much as Iron Man's suit was built to like you know blow up bad guys Hal was designed for like factory work disaster relief assisting disabled people and um, as well as the website states the entertainment field. Which could mean, like, robot fights, or... So it's kind of like steel cap boots for your whole body. No, because steel cap boots just give you protection. This means that you can lift five times the maximum human capability of lifting. Basically, you have an exoskeleton that's attached to your body that moves exactly like you move, but gives you super speed, super strength, and it's incredible. It's really... But also, imagine being paralyzed from the neck down. And suddenly getting a... You can step into an exoskeleton and it's gonna, it'll control your body for you. That's incredible. That's blowing my mind. Absolutely. I mean, for disaster relief, you can do the work of five people because you can lift... You can lift what previously you would have needed, like, a JCB to lift. Yeah, that's incredible. It's amazing. But then, okay, here's another one. Have you seen Spider-Man? I have seen Spider-Man. You have, have seen, seen Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So yeah, spider case. Yeah, there you go. So that, there you go. That is very, very typical... Just remembering the whole franchise through a little <laughs> upside down kiss, right? But yeah, so the whole premise of that, he can climb up buildings and shoot webs after getting munched by a radioactive spider, right? Yes. Scientists are closer than ever to letting us do the same. All without getting what? bitten by a spider. Yep. Have you ever heard of carbon nanotube technology? Nope. I have not, Marcus. It's amazing. So basically it's like future Velcro. It's been a talking point for years. Um, carbon nanotubes are incredibly strong, but they're also incredibly small. So Velcro, if you have like Velcro on your shoes or like on the the fastening of a jacket sleeve or anything like that, take a look. It works by one side being loops and the other side being hooks, which interlock and stick, right? Yes. Nanotubes are the same, but on a microscopic level. And they don't necessarily require hoops and kind of hooks, right? Okay. They allow you to cling on to anything, even underwater. They just catch on things. And then how do you how do you uncatch then? There must be some direction that you move in. So you can just like jump from one thing to another and hold your and kind of like hold your whole body weight on that touch. Listen, that could be what they're shooting for in the future. It's absolutely incredible. So superpowers kind of exist. Yeah, well, like. The world is incredible, and humans are incredible, and superpowers are incredible. From, you know, from Ozzy with his, like, session-resistant eternal life 
to abnormally strong toddlers to people smart enough to make a robot suit that makes you abnormally strong to literally being able to climb walls due to like carbon nanotube technology. Like it's all there. I really, really, really cannot wait for a time that I can be invisible. I wanted to find some superhuman feats to end this episode. Um, The first one is to tell you about Roy Cleveland Sullivan, who got struck by lightning seven times and survived. How, how, how would he even get struck by lightning seven times? Uh, Listen, it's incredible. I can't tell if that's really good luck or incredibly bad luck, to be honest. (laughs) I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, To put into perspective, the chances of getting hit by lightning are about 750,000 to one. So to get hit seven times and survive them all is nothing short of superhuman. Poor Elroy Cleveland. Mm. Any other facts? One more. So a lot of the superheroes that we know and love come from comic books, generally from Marvel and DC. And they're feverishly collected and will often go for a high price. The most expensive comic book ever sold, which was a mint copy of Action Comics 1, which introduced Superman to Earth, sold for a whopping, wait for it, £2.46 million in 2014. That is ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. Now, if that isn't some some supervillain who's putting that into his collection, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> in the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 So superpowers exist. Mm-hmm. Superheroes and supervillains. I think that it's incredible. Like, it, genuinely. Maybe even Mr. Incredible. Uh, uh. Do you know what? I'm going to, like, give you a crash course in superhero films. Winter is coming... Um, we're just going to sit down and watch all of these. And you're going to love them. I know you actually are going to love them. Okay, I will I will put my hand on my heart here and say that I will give one or two a go. Okay, amazing. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. If you've liked this episode, then good news, there's over 50 episodes for you to binge listen to. If you listen to all 50 episodes, you will be a more interesting dinner party guest. If you want to get in touch with us, if you have a question or you just want to say hi or you have feedback or anything, it's very easy to get in touch with us. If you're on Facebook, just search for In The Shower With Taz and Marcus. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, search for at In The Shower Pod. Or if you want to email us. You can send an email to intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. You lovely listeners are invisible to us. So when you get in touch with us and send us a picture, send us a hello, or indeed send us a question that you would like us to debunk, it really, really does make make our days. It really does. So much so that if you get in touch with us, we're going to send you a personalised video from Marcus and I. It's going to be a beautiful thing. While you are online, you could do us a massive favour and rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you get the podcast and make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. A couple of thank yous before we finish up. Thank you so much to Alan and Paddy and everybody in the Headstuff studio for all the work you do for In The Shower. Thank you to our massively talented, lovely friend in London, Florence Robinson, who did our cover art. We love you, Flo. Next up, Dave Gertzman. Thank you so much for doing our theme music. We love it. Oh, you're such a legend, Dave. <laughs> you can check him out on Instagram at Dave's Recordorama. And last but not least, thank you so much to you for dedicating your ears to us for the last 15 or so minutes. In the Shower with Taz and Marcus would quite literally not exist if it wasn't for you listeners, so we owe it all to you. Next week's question. Next week's question I feel like Marcus is going to be as excited about as he was with this week's question. Oh, do you know what? It's something very, very dear to my heart. Almost as dear as superhero movies. What is it? 
What makes food spicy? That episode is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime, keep scrubbing. In the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.